welcome to the Rekindle Podcast. We're here to help you unlock your God-given potential so you can discover your story and learn to live your God-created best life. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rekindle Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I am very glad that you are here. As always, our goal is to provide you with great content in 20 to 30 minutes every podcast, and we drop a new episode every Tuesday. So every Tuesday, you can be looking forward to new content. Go and follow us on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you stream, so that way you never miss an episode. We just finished a series of discussions on identity over the past uh, four or five weeks. And of course, identity is very important because I believe without identity it is impossible to accomplish what God is calling you to accomplish. You have to know who you are in him. And so I encourage you, if you missed any of those episodes, go back and take a listen. It sure will benefit you. But over the course of the next three weeks, I want to talk about our mission statement. You know, I I gave this mission statement to the podcast for a reason, because my vision behind the podcast is to help you, because God is calling you to do something, and this world needs you, right? At the end of the, every episode, I always talk about that. God wants you, right? He doesn't need you. God could do this all on his own, but... The amazing thing about it is he wants you. He wants you to participate. God wants you. Now, the world, they do need you. They need you to be who you are. They need you to be who God has called you to be, to be the expression of Jesus Christ in the world, a light in the darkness, right? But most of all, you deserve your best. You deserve to, uh, you deserve your best effort. And so, you know, we're talking about this mission, the mission statement of the podcast is we are here to help you unlock your God-given potential and discover your story so you can live the God-created best life. And so I want to break down those three different areas over the next three weeks and really dive deep into what it looks like for us to unlock, to discover, and to live. Because it looks different for everyone, but there are some there's there are common denominators here because my goal is is just like just like God. He didn't create us as clones. He didn't. He's not making us Christ followers in some factory where we all look, feel and are the same. But what he is doing is he is expressing. He is expressing himself through all of us in our different ways, in our different um uh, circles of influence in our different uh, lives, right? And so he is very much about uh, helping us to unlock what he has given us so that we can be that expression to the world in our own flavor, in our own way. Because again, who you're going to impact, who God has called you to impact is different than who he has called your neighbor to impact, who he has called uh, your fellow brother in Christ, brother, sister in Christ to impact. He has called you to impact others for his kingdom and to do it through the way he created you to do it. So today we're talking about unlocking, unlocking your God-given potential. You know, we're we are in the middle of this pandemic. It's April of 2020. You've heard me mention this in some of the other podcasts. So we're about in the middle of it. Maybe on now the downslope of it, we've been living this way for about, I think, six weeks now. So it's kind of become uh, more normal, I guess, if you will, though it's not normal, right? 
but it, we all know what it is it is to live like in this pandemic now what it looks like and so some of you out there maybe have begun asking this question what is the new normal going to look like because i i I think you would agree with me that we're not going to go back to business as usual uh, the way life was prior to this pandemic. I think that it has impacted our way of life and will impact our way of life for generations to come. I believe we're going to a new normal. What we are walking through is unprecedented. It has never been has never taken place. Anybody on this earth who is alive has never lived through something like this. And so now it is making its mark on the world and it's going to change the way we live forever. But like anything else, when there is something new that we don't understand or we don't know how to move forward in, it presents fear. Fear is something is an emotion that is very gripping Uh, very chilling, uh, even to the place where it can stop us dead in our tracks and can impede us from moving forward and accomplishing the will of God for our lives. Fear is a very real thing, and I believe all of us on some level are suffering from fear in one area of our life or another. You know, maybe you're a business owner, maybe a You've, you are a non-essential business and you've been closed all this time and you've felt like you've, you have lost time now that you have to make up, lost revenue that you have to make up. Maybe you've been paying your employees all this time with no money coming in. There's so much fear surrounding that. Maybe you are the owner of an essential business and your business has been open and you have employees that have been working. Maybe you're one of those employees that has been working on the front lines. And all the fears surrounding what if I come in contact with this virus or what if I get, you know, what if I get sick or or what, what's going to happen uh, moving forward from this? You know, th- maybe you're a church, maybe you're a pastor of a church or a volunteer at a church where, you know, your services have stopped meeting physically and you've had to move into an area, into a realm you're unfamiliar with, which is doing your services online. Or doing them on Facebook or YouTube, you weren't prepared for this. You weren't, you didn't weren't wanting to do this or wanting to move that way. But this whole pandemic, this whole situation, has forced you into something you weren't ready for. Now, what do we do? Now that this is all set, that this is happening, we're in the middle of it, and now we're moving into a post-pandemic world. What does this new normal look like? And there is legitimate fear behind it. And if you are feeling that today, it's okay. It's okay that you're feeling this fear. But now it's time for us to take the step forward. And what is God asking us to do? How is he confronting the fear in our life? When we are confronted with fear, again, it's crippling. But it's kind of like this. You know, if you were to equate your passion and your desire for for uh, your business or your family or your uh, ministry, or whatever it is, your passion, your desire is like a fire, like a flame that is burning, right? Well, then something happens, and, and like, it's like this, and, and now all you can think about is preserving what you what you care for the most, and, and, and helping to, to protect that, but it's like, you know, visualizing that, if what, you know, if you try to protect a fire, you know, a fire is an out-of-control thing, 
Uh, they, they talk about, you know, controlled fires, right, where you just you got to kind of steer it a certain way. But you can't ever really control the, a flame, a fire that is burning. And if you were to try to cover it to protect it, well, you know, if you cover it's like a candle, you, you if you cover it up with a bowl, well, the fire goes out. Why? Because there's no more oxygen. There's no more airflow. There's nothing for it to feed off of. And our passions and our desires work very much the same way. If we move to a place to try to preserve it, to try to buckle everything down, whoa, 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 I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do in this situation, so I, I'm just going to, I can't move forward. I, I don't have all the facts. I can't make a decision. Well, what happens when we enter into this kind of situation, what it will do is it will quench the fire burning inside of us. So once where there was a desire or a passion for your business or for your your hobby or for your ministry, now it has become a burden and the fire begins to die because of of us trying to protect it from all these outside forces coming in. And what was once you were something that was you were very passionate about, now you feel burdened by. And almost in a way that you wish you could just give it up. That is what fear does to our God-given gifts, talents, and potential. Fear makes us feel. Fear takes our what we are passionate about. And it has a tendency to turn it into an unbearable burden. But... God did not call us to carry this burden. So I want to read to you a scripture. This is uh, first. Uh, I'm sorry, Second Timothy chapter one, verses six and seven. This is where I got this whole idea for the Rekindle podcast. But I'm going to read this to you, and this is Paul talking to Timothy. He says this: I'm writing to encourage you to fan into a flame and rekindle the fire of the spiritual gift God imparted to you when I laid my hands upon you. For God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. You see, fear will kill our passion. Fear will kill your desire to do what God has called you to do. That which you love, it will stop you dead in your tracks. But in this scripture, I love it because Paul is encouraging Timothy and Timothy's probably going through a really hard time uh, in his ministry. He is in a world where the gospel had not gone to all the corners of the earth, where uh, Christianity was not a normal thing. And he is pioneering an effort uh, to help build the kingdom, build the church and to empower believers uh, to continue to spread the gospel and to live for Jesus uh, in a world that that doesn't that didn't know him, and so he's probably coming into uh, into contact with opposition, false teachers, people who are questioning him and challenging him what he is teaching. And remember, Timothy's a young guy, a relatively young guy in the midst of of a lot of uh, of an older generation, maybe even older people who who have these ways of life and these philosophies that they have uh, tried to prove to be true. And so they're questioning him. Now people are questioning him. Well, so-and-so is saying something else. Why do you say we must follow this Jesus? What will he do for us? What can he do for us? You know, why do I need to live my life in a certain way? And so he is coming 
in contact with all this opposition. And what it's doing is creating this fear inside of him of what am, I'm, I'm, I'm out here being rejected. And what am I supposed to do now? I don't know what how to move forward. And this is and what it's doing is it is quenching the fire to preach the gospel inside of him because he doesn't know how to move forward. And Paul is encouraging him. He's saying, Timothy, you have to fan into a flame these embers once where this fire was burning. You have to fan it back into flame. And he says it by this. He says it like this. He says, rekindle the fire of the spiritual gift God imparted to you when I laid my hands upon you. Timothy was called to do this. Just like you are. Friend, you are called to make a difference where God has placed you. You are called to make a difference in your job place. You are called to make a difference in your home. Maybe you've lost your job through this pandemic and you find yourself at home. God is your provider. And maybe now you are at home and God is calling you to make a difference at home with your children. Mama, maybe God is calling you to make a difference in the lives of your kids as you are forced now to to do school at home, to do training at home, to help raise your children at home. God is now empowering you to do that for this season. But don't forget, this is now where the unlocking begins, because now we all find ourselves in situations we didn't ask to be in. And now we are forced to uh, to to. Uh, to look face first into a future that we don't know uh, what is what it's going to look like. And now is the time to press in and to unlock the gifts that God has given us. Because here, here's the truth is in your own strength. Yeah, you were good at doing this, good at doing that. Maybe, you know, you it was it was easy for you to wake up and take your kids to school, pick them up on time so they can be educated. Right. Or maybe it was easy for you um, in your place of employment. Uh, You knew exactly what you had to do. You got it done. You were the best at it in your field of expertise or whatever. But now you're confronted with some new realities. Uh, Even even in the church world, maybe uh, maybe you're a volunteer and you were good at doing ministry in a small group format. But now we've been uh, pushed to a place where we can't meet physically and you're having to conduct meetings over Zoom. And now you're trying to figure out what it looks like to uh, to still be engaging and, and, and to and to speak life into into those that you love and you pastor and that you lead um, in a different way. But the truth is this is now we have come to a place where God has set us in for such a time as this, because we have been called not to survive, but to thrive in this area. Now, as God is unlocking that potential in your life, your light will begin to shine brighter in this darkness because this is what he has made you for. And I love it because through fear, though fear is crippling, God gives us the answer through Paul in the same uh, in the same text, uh, the answer to fear. How do we overcome fear? Well, he says it in verse seven, he says, for God will never give you a spirit of fear. So if you are fearful about the future, that's not God. And if you are fearful about the future, I want to, uh, you know, challenge you. Invite God into it. Invite God into that conversation. God, I don't know what the future looks like, but will you speak to me? Will you help me to see what it is that you're doing and what the future holds? 
For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit. He has given you Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. You have Holy Spirit living inside of you. And he is there giving you power, love, and self-control. God has given you power to walk out what you're going through right now. And he is not, it's not just a, 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 a power, like a willpower, but I would even venture to say miraculous power, miracles, see God's hand move over your life and your situation right now. God has given you that power for this time in this season. And he's given you love. The Bible says in 1 John 4, 18, that perfect love casts out all fear. You have to know that God loves you. And if you have a fear problem, maybe it's not really a fear issue, but maybe it's a perfect love issue. Know today that God is there for you, providing for your every need, loving you all the way, just the way that you are. And not only that, but he gives us self-control. And self-control, meaning that we have the power to choose. You see, when when life happens to us and we take on, uh, let's let's say, a victim mentality, right? That mentality says life has happened to me and I'm a victim of my circumstances. I'm a victim of what is of what has been said about me or done to me. But God is offering up a very different reality here. He's saying you have self-control. That means even though this 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 pandemic has happened to you, has has just occurred, it's not going to dictate your life. You have the power to choose your response. If you're reacting to everything, then maybe it's fear in your life that is dominating because fear tends to bring on a very reactive mentality or attitude because with fear, it's like the fight or flight mode. When, when fear happens, what's engaged is our fight or flight tendencies. So all that's on the mind at the moment is preserving my life. So I'm either going to flee to save it or I am going to fight and overcome it, but still with the intention of saving my life. Fear triggers that response. So if you find yourself reacting to things, if you find yourself uh you know, when I'm when I mean reacting is you just start making decisions and choices and then you get midway through and you wonder, man, why did I do that? Why did I decide to do that? Why did I why did I go there? Why did I say that? Then you're being reactive and God, you're let God has not given you that in his spirit. He has given you the ability to, to have self-control. If you're being reactive, fear is taking place. But in the peace and the presence of God. In his love, we don't have to react to the circumstances. Instead, we can pray, trust God, and respond accordingly. Because a response is always better than a reaction. A response is a thought-out thing. A reaction is an instant, uh, instinct, instinctive thing. So, think about that today. God is not giving you a spirit of fear. Fear is crippling. Fear is damaging. Fear can take what we call our passion and our desire and have a way of of killing the fire and turning it into a burden. But fan into flame that gift that God has given you. It is worth your time and your effort 
to plug back into Jesus today and unlock that God-given potential because God has called you to live and to lead in a time like this. So I want to present you with a couple of application questions that I want you to ask God and ask yourself uh, in your quiet time with Jesus this week. But the first one is this. What areas of your life are being dominated by fear right now? Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's your finances. uh, Maybe it's your family being cooped up at home with them. It could be your ministry, maybe uh, even your friendships. What areas of your life are being dominated by fear? And then I want you to do this. I want you to invite God into those places. Say, Jesus, I invite you into this area of my life that's being dominated by fear. The second question I want you to ask yourself, in these areas that are being dominated by fear in your life, what is one thing I can do this week to take a step of faith in this area of fear? What is one thing I can do this week to take a step of faith in this area of fear? Maybe that looks like filling out that application you've been putting off. Or maybe it's something as simple as trusting God for the outcome instead of worrying. Either way, spend some time with the Lord this week and allow Him to melt all of your fears away. If this conversation was a benefit to you today, please like it and share it with those that you know need to be encouraged today as well. Go and follow us on Facebook and Instagram so you can stay up to date on all the latest. And if you have any questions or comments, suggestions, send me an email. Send it to rekindlepodcast at gmail.com and I would love to hear your feedback. So why is it important for you to rekindle your flame? Because God wants you. The world needs you and you deserve your best. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week.